free-flowing conversation, topics about God, my creative space to share my poetry, books, and just topics that I feel can either relate or help and how I overcame a lot of my tragedies. Speak freely, a place for me to be free, be myself, be honest, just pure transparency at its best. And thank you for joining me. I hope you enjoy. Hello, thank you for joining in with me again. And I welcome you back. And for those of you who are new listeners, Welcome, and I hope to connect with you really soon. This is Speak Freely, and as my intro stated, it's a place where we can be free, open, talk about God, poetry, books. So I guess today, what I want to talk about, I want to talk about God a little more, because I love to talk about God. But it's going to be related to an experience that I had and something that I had to learn and something that I hope will benefit you all as well. While growing my relationship with God, I've spent a lot of time in prayer. Um, I'm currently learning how to fast. It's something that I didn't take on until recently. Um, I had to learn how to fast, and maybe one day we'll talk about that too. But what I really want to talk about is when you gain that relationship with God, and he starts to give you a little insight on what your future is going to look like, it's in a development stage. So keep it between you and God. Everything that I said always has a story. So I'm going to attach my story to what I'm saying today. I had to learn how to keep the things that God shows me, reveals to me, or brings to light in regards to my future and or in regards to the next step that he wants me to take to get there. I had to learn to keep it between he and I, because some things are a secret until they're brought to fruition, right? And some of the things God's trusting you with, it's not meant to be revealed to everyone. Um, He's giving you insight so you can prepare. So he may show you something that's going to happen six years from now, 10 years from now. But whenever, when he shows it to you, it's up to you to begin to prepare, not to begin to question. And that's something that I did. One day after church service, my church had a really, I guess you can say, heartfelt message. It touched me um, because a lot of the times I would sit back and I would wonder, you know, everybody has a purpose in life. You know, true believers have something that they're supposed to leave behind. And those who are walking with God are supposed to better his kingdom in some kind of way and whatever avenue God is choosing. The sermon highlighted asking God who you are to him. So I asked. And when I asked God, he showed me in his own way that I knew it was him. 
And he revealed a little bit of my future to me as well. Sometimes you'll be laughing and joking with God. And I believe that God has a sense of humor because one day, I'll explain that story a little later, but God definitely has a sense of humor in the way that he brings things to light, even in the way he communicates with you. So he revealed my purpose to me and I went out and I, it kind of scared me what I saw. I was like, how am I supposed to do this in my current capacity? This is me. This is who you want me to be. This is what you want me to do. (laughs) I was baffled. Um, I still am kind of baffled, but it's his will. And this is the plan he has for my life. And if you love God and you have a good relationship with God, you know, he has nothing but good things planned for you. So I felt me asking, maybe he got a little excited because that's something that I've never asked him before. And when I invited him in, he was able to show me because he's not going to force it on you. He'll show you if you ask, if you seek him, he'll seek you. If you try to gain his friendship, he will give you his friendship. So through that, he showed me. But the mistake that I made is I went and I asked people I thought I could trust for some type of validation. But what I didn't know is that what God tells you, it doesn't need to be validated because it's already validated when he states it. And also by asking other people, their opinion on what God told you is kind of like a smack in the face now that I think about it, because he made them. So who are they to tell you what he has you here for or what your ultimate purpose is? Another thing that I learned that if you start to express too early and too in the open what it is that God is asking of you, there will be forces that come up against you to keep it from happening. And you have to think about it. The devil, he's not all knowing. He's just been around longer. So he's good at knowing people's behaviors. He can't read your mind and he can't, you know, do any of that. All he can do is block what God is planning for you. And if God tells you in secret, it stays in secret because once you let it out in the open, yeah, attacks may come or hindrances may come by way of what he may think. It's gonna, oh, this is maybe what he told her. That's why she's going after this. So let me hinder that. But to completely outwardly tell somebody your soul mission with God or what God is planning to do with you, before it has reached fruition, there will be blockades that come up against it. Because the last thing the devil wants you to do is one, start to realize who you are in God, because whatever you are in God is going to ultimately hinder his kingdom and his plan. And two, he just doesn't want to see you make it there. His thing is he wants to kill, steal, and destroy. So when he knows what dreams and aspirations God has for your life, he will do anything that he can to hinder it. Just be sure of that. So I went to my friends and I told them what God had shown me. 
partially because I was excited and I was also scared at the same time. And a part of me was kind of taken aback because I never in my life pictured myself, you know, that way. But of course I wouldn't in my mind because I didn't make me. And I really didn't understand what his purpose is for having me here. I mean, think about it, right? We beat the millions to get here. I'm not going to go too in detail with that, but if you get the hint, you get the hint. We beat millions just to get here. (laughs) So when I really thought about it, there's a purpose for me. And when I started to share a little bit of what was revealed to me, partially out of shock and kind of just wanting to discuss it. Uh, Let's just say I came up against a whole lot of resistance in regards to relationships start falling apart here and there. Um, I was being tested at a very abnormal level. I had a whole of people come up against me and I really didn't know what to do about it. Um, and I'll talk about that a little later because sometimes it's not just the people themselves. Sometimes you have to step out of your shoes and step out of your understanding and look at it from a different perspective, but we'll all talk about that later. It is about perception, right? But anyway, with this particular instance, I realized there were an abnormal amount of resistance that came up against me when I started talking about it. And I just didn't understand, you know, I didn't get it. I was excited because I'm like, okay, well, if this is what you want me to do, I have no idea how to do it or what I'm doing, (laughs) but I'll do my best and I'll start in it. And I'll put my best foot forward, God, because this is what you want from me. And I made God that promise. And I told him I would put my best foot forward and I would do everything that I could because that's what he wanted from me. Because my days of living my life on my own are over. My days of living for God have just started. And I can honestly say that because I am willing at this point in my life to lay down anything that does not glorify him, that does not exude him, and that would pretty much probably embarrass him because I mean, in my opinion, when I became a believer of Christ and I found out everything that Christ did for us in regards to us being able to talk to God and us being able to repent for our sins and you have to start living it, not only speaking it, not only quoting it because it sounds good or it's the right time. You have to start walking that and living it. So I started giving up things that he would highlight to me. I started to really try to walk in my purpose. And I was excited. I had a super zeal for God. And I noticed everything transpired at once. Back to a whole group of people disliking me. Now, I'm used to having a couple people here and there dislike me. But when a whole room or rooms, because it wasn't just in one area. It started attacking me in every area of my life, whether it be at work, whether it's with my personal friendships, 
or whether it's in a group setting where I'm going feeling as though I should be comfortable, but I got rejected. It hurt. It was hard. Um, All you ever really want is to be able to fit in, but not just fit in, be you at the same time. You want to be able to go to a place and have people really want to get to know you for who you are. And I found myself getting rejected at every corner. And I had kind of gotten a little more depressed than what I already was. Because as I told you guys the story, I had originally moved because I was going through a really bad heartbreak. And I was already going through issues with friends and I just wanted to start over. So I found that when everyone started coming up against me, when everything seemed impossible and when my self-esteem started to lower, when my thoughts about myself is, am I any good? What am I good for? Because a lot of the times we base the way we feel about ourselves on the way that other people feel about us. And that is not to be done because ultimately it's what God thinks about you, not what other people think about you because we're all imperfect people. But I didn't understand that right away. It took a little bit for me to get it because I went into a deeper depression. Um, I didn't know how to deal with it at first until I just sat back one day and I asked God, where did I go wrong? A lot of the times we try to figure stuff out on our own. We try to make sense of it of our own, due to our own understanding. But it clearly says in the word, lean not on your own understanding, but acknowledge him in all of your ways. And me, (laughs) completely ignoring that verse, I started leaning to my own understanding, which I felt only led to make the situation a lot worse than what it had to be, rather than asking God, what is this teaching me? What is this supposed to do? Why am I going through so much adversity? Why am I going through so much rejection? When you tell God yes, just be prepared for the little things that may or may not happen, keep your eyes open because you're telling God, yes, I'm willing to do your will. And yes, I'm willing to walk in this thing that you have shown me. And like I said, the devil doesn't want to see you progress because anything that you do for the kingdom of God or any person who decides to pick up their cross and walk with the kingdom of God is one less person that the devil can pretty much manipulate or take away from God. Because remember, we're all God's creations, even Lucifer is. And his ultimate wish is to disprove God and show that humans aren't supposed to be his favorite being (laughs) or his favorite creation. Anyway, back to what I was saying. I went and I told one of my really close friends, who I thought it was a close friend of mine at the time, and I have no ill will or malice towards anybody. It just opened my eyes to a lot of things. It opened my eyes to friendships that I should maybe put to 
an associate rather than them being called a friend. Um, it showed me a lot of things, but it most of all showed me how to stand on my own two feet with God, because that's all I had. Now, I'm not saying that everybody was against me because there were some people that I could go to and talk to, but the majority of everybody in my life in every which way I turned clearly showed me we're not supporters of you. I had to sit back and ask God seriously one day when it was just he and I sitting and I'm still learning. And he revealed to me, you need to free yourself of how others feel about you, where I'm going to take you. And maybe this is me still telling, you know, what God and I talk about. But I don't think this one, this portion is so bad to talk about. <laughs> where he's leading me and where he's taking me, I had to build a tougher skin. I had to be able to take a beating and get back up with humility like Jesus did, without ego, without malice, without anger, without hurt, without holding a grudge, and most of all, without seeking revenge. I had to test my mind. I had to really delve into the parts of me that wish others bad or wished, oh, I wish they would get it back. You reap what you sow. You know, we always say that. But the prayer is not to reap what you sow. The prayer is to reach their hearts, God. Allow them to change in the way that you want to want them to change. Not to have my will be done, but to give them kinder hearts. My position was to pray for them. I found out through getting to know myself that I am a natural intercessor. I will ultimately intercede for anybody, even a stranger that I just met, or even somebody that I haven't, that someone's maybe asked me to pray for. That's just me. And it was for me not to take offense to the situation, but to begin praying, to begin interceding on their behalf for their hearts to be changed for the better, for God to ultimately be able to penetrate their lives and show them as well what their purpose is. I didn't get it until I asked that I took the situation completely wrong and I was thinking about it from my natural eyes instead of asking God, what is this doing spiritually? What is this changing to me? What is this bringing light to that I'm supposed to ultimately fix and or change? What parts of me need to be changed in order for this to be okay? A part of it was learn to keep my secrets because what's not revealed to the world and just revealed to you is between you and I. Plus, sometimes people just think you're crazy when you talk to them about, you know, things that God told you because not everybody talks to God and God doesn't talk to everybody. So, just saying that alone, you can probably understand how it can make a person kind of taken aback, like God talked to you. And I'm not saying it as if he and I are like super familiar, like I'm like, oh, this is my homeboy in a disrespectful way. I'm just grateful that he decided to tell me. 
And I'm grateful that when I ask questions, it may not be revealed right then and there, but the answer is always given to me. And it's always, almost all the time, right on time. (sighs) So needless to say, the friend that I told, because I was questioning myself, because I wasn't sure that I could even be the person he showed me. My flesh was kicking in, naturally so, and I was starting to get cold feet. And I was really just looking for a little reassurance from someone who I thought and felt was a really true friend. Not knowing that all of my vulnerabilities that I was sharing were being shared with everyone else. And I was kind of taken aback once I found out. I would tell her my dreams. I would tell her my thoughts. I would tell her pretty much all the things that God was talking to me about. And that's a no-no because it's not for God to run to you and tell you and for you to run and tell somebody else. That's a moment between you and God that should be held sacred. So lo and behold, everything that I told her got out to everyone. I was embarrassed about that, too, because I had told her a lot of personal things, even down to God revealing who my future husband was to me. And I didn't know that a lot of and I didn't understand it either, which is why I was talking to her about it, you know, just to gain some clarity of mind. But it was I figured that I found out later, (laughs) I'll say it like that. That may be one of the reasons why I have so much adversity with so many people, because my secret was shared, a secret that I should have kept secret, but it was shared with people who didn't want to see me do well. And there are people out there sometimes that don't want to see you do well, not by way of just, you know, just hate or malice. And sometimes maybe it is. But by way of, who does this person think they are? This person can't come along and do this. They can't come do that. We don't know who they are. Because, remind you, I moved to a whole other state. So it's just me. I really don't know too many people, you know. I've gotten to know people now. But then I didn't know a lot of people. And honestly, I was just looking for a true friend that I could confide in with no holds bar. And I could just be honest with someone I could be myself with, someone who could see me for who I really am. But the person took the opportunity to use that to tell everyone else. And it was embarrassing. It was embarrassing so much so that I didn't really know how to feel. But all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord, right? So long story short, I end up making that person, I end up realizing that person is an associate and it's not someone that I should share conversations like that with. And it also showed me that personal things that I'm going through, I shouldn't tell them either. And another part of me feels it was a lesson because instead of me going to other people looking for validation. I should have went to him for the validation. I should have went 
to him with the prayer of, God, you showed me this. Prepare me for it. Prepare my heart, prepare my mind, my body, and my soul in order to complete the task that you've shown. Get me ready. Give me the wisdom so that when I do start to pick it up and I do start to do the things that you're asking of me to do here on this earth, that I do it to your will and your satisfaction. That is the prayer that I should have had, not running to somebody else saying, this is what God showed me. I have no idea how I'm going to do this. And I don't even think it fits my character. A lot of the time, it's not going to fit your character as of right now. A lot of the times where God wants you to go, it's some layers that you're going to have to shed in order to get there. That's something that I learned. And it forced me to look at a lot of the ugly parts of myself, a lot of the parts of myself that I let take over, things that aren't even of me, but became part of my character because of trauma that I've gone through. I really had to self-evaluate. I slowly started by giving up things one at a time, by checking my mindset at the moments where I thought of the things that I probably shouldn't even really be thinking about. I started by checking my mouth and how much I talk and how much I tell other people. I started by checking me because I was so busy looking for validation or I was so busy looking for friendship. I didn't have my eyes open to friends who's people who say they're friends and they come in peace, but they're coming for a story. They're coming to have something to talk about. They're coming to have something to say. And those aren't the type of friends that you want to befriend along the way. The type of friends that you want in your corner are friends who will pray for you at a drop of a dime. Friends who will congratulate you on your triumphs and pray for you when things get hard and you feel like you're defeated. Friends who have the same mindset kingdom-wise as you do in regards to the Lord. There should never be gossip. There should never be putting each other down. It should only ever be encouragement, especially when you're dealing with friends. I had to go through that because I found that by telling the secrets that God has given to me, it's kind of like, so is this person more important to me? that you will share my secrets that I gave to you to them. It's kind of like God shows you your blessing and not it's not meant for everyone but you. You can't take everybody with you. So I had to change up my strategy. I had to change up my prayers and I had to repent. I had to repent, one, for sharing the things that he shared with me in private and doubting them because there's nothing worse than somebody imagine this someone comes to you and they tell you their dream and they basically tell you hmm I don't know if you could do that that doesn't sound realistic stick to your day job it's like a smack in the face right 
I had to think about how would God feel? I basically heard his plan for my life or got a glimpse of it. I'm not saying it's the whole thing. It's just what I need to know for now to work on getting to the next spot. And he tells me excitedly, oh, good, you asked me. So now I can tell you, this is what it is. And then all of a sudden, now I'm going to somebody else as if I'm talking about him behind his back, telling another person, this is what God told me. And I have no idea why he would choose me to do that. Because those are my words. (laughs) In so many words. I didn't think I was good enough. Another part of me, I didn't know how the heck I'm going to get it done. (laughs) But all of that isn't for me to figure out. I just have to figure out the next step, how to get there and what to do to start developing myself for the person that he showed me. And God has the rest ultimately, right? So naturally so, I put myself through a lot of unnecessary turmoil. A necessary turmoil that could have been saved if I just knew how to keep God's secrets with me. And I've learned for the future. I mean, I had to learn it because I'm super trusting. And I want to believe everyone has a good heart like I do. But in actuality, we're in an imperfect world and we need to remember that. So when we run into people who don't have the same heart as us, it's not to get mad at it. It's to see it for what it is. Pray for that person. Pray for God to reach their heart. And move on. Now, for the person who told my secrets, I was upset at first. I'm not going to lie. I, like I said, I felt embarrassed. I felt exposed. I felt, dang, all these people know my business and I don't even know anything about them. I felt very vulnerable. I felt out there. (laughs) And it wasn't anything that I could even take back. And then the things that were said and the things and the reasons that were came up with, and it just turned into a big, huge thing. To this day, I haven't really rectified the situation with the group of people to see, hey, you know, let's see if this can work. I think it some time was needed to put in between the realization of, oh, they all know my business and I don't even know them. But all in all now, I can honestly say from the experience, (sighs) people only know what you tell them. (laughs) So my advice for this segment, what you and God talk about, just keep it between you guys. And ultimately, just start working toward the goal that he placed in your heart. He will send the correct people your way that will help you accomplish your goal. You just have to work at it. Thanks for listening, as always. Um, Feel free to email me anytime. I do have an email. It's basically speak.freely.est2020 at gmail.com. Email me. Share your stories with me if you would like or... Just go ahead and give me ideas and topics about things that you want to hear, stuff that you would like to talk about. Right now, I can only tell you about things that I know. Maybe you can introduce me to something new. I hope to hear you guys, see you guys again. Well, I hope you join me again. (laughs) And have a great day, okay?
Bye. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to my segment. It means so much to me. Um, feel free, like I said, to email me anything, any topics, anytime we can talk about it. I love you guys. You guys are amazing. And until we talk again, this is Speak Freely. My name is Rila, and I'm glad that you guys joined me.